This is Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. Welcome to episode 35 of the Realty Talk with Ellie and Galen. Uh, sorry, we, the SD card said it wasn't working, so we wanted to make sure it was working, but I think it is good now, so you guys will actually hear this. Um, I just I told Ellie that the top 10 episodes, this is between Realty Talk and the Galen Trombley show, the top, like the eight out of the top 10 are Realty Talk. That's crazy. Which is good because... I don't know. It's just good. But I think that like from, cause we like talking about real estate yeah. and I think people are listening, which is cool. And I think people are actually listening, not locally, which is cool. That's even cooler. Yeah. So it's spreading out, which spreading like wildfire. Um, but, uh, Ellie, give us any kind of good update, anything new, exciting. I have a closing next Monday. Number three. Three. Yeah. Look at that. Uh, yeah, three out of out of the twelve that I wanted. Well, what December. did I, what did I say? What did I say beginning of the year? You though? said six. Six. So even, you're oh, you're almost halfway I'm to my not goal. Even to six. That's all right. You're almost my halfway goal, which is again, folks. That I said, real estate is not the easiest thing to get into in year one, and Ellie has been doing extremely well. And with my you, three, that's I'm fine with that. I'm really fine with that. That's good. Um, um, but yeah, that's I've. Was got, that your USDA direct one? No, that one. <laughs> Um, I'm actually pretty sure that one's been going quite well. Uh, so I think I th- the, so the appraisal's coming four. in, provided the appraisal goes well, I do not think there will be any other hiccups um, because it's it's in a state and, well, anyways, it's it's been going surprisingly well and my client is really amazing and, and uh, willing to jump through all the USDA hoops. I, I think as long as clients are reasonable and I had this conversation this morning and I said that as long as everybody's trying to do this same exact deal, like, I mean, we're, we're all trying to go to the same point is <clears throat> we want to transfer the property over to somebody. Yep. And as long as everybody's cool with that, which everybody is like, we're all working for the same goals. Like Usually. just work together. Yeah. Like don't, don't try to, you know, don't be skeevy. Well, I, yeah, that, and like, don't, don't try to one up somebody or get something on the buyer, or get something on the seller. Or, you know, if you have agents or attorneys or, people that have like big egos it's like we're all trying to do the same thing let's just work amicably and try to get that done it's a team port team sport not a single player um yeah so i mean it's yeah it's just something that always bothers me but i think as long as like i said the clients are reasonable and just understand that it's it is a long process and there's a lot of moving parts and my friend philip who was on the um actually he's on the galen trombley show which if you guys want he's a very good realtor out western uh new york and he said a good line he goes buyer or attorneys and lenders do not work for me attorneys and you know banks and stuff like that which makes sense like we're trying to get everything done but mm-hmm. we're you know everybody everybody's moving and we're trying to get things organized and done and but there's a lot of people that we rely on yeah you know if i could just close deals it'd be, it'd be great like i would make sure the deals close fast but there's obviously there's people that we have to rely on and they have they are also working on multiple deals and mm-hmm. you know it's just things have to kind of keep slowly working the way to the finish line and they will um you have to stay on top of it too because it's easy i think for some people um to close or get something under contract and then just kind of all right on to the next thing and you have to stay on top stay in communication with people about what's yeah going on. And, and the hard part like as luckily we talked about in the last episode nicole works here and she's our closing coordinator and she's very on the ball. And my thing mm-hmm. is I just don't have enough time in the day. That's why we have her because I'm running around doing a bunch of stuff. And like I said, I have 
right now I have the most pendings, most homes pending that I've ever had in my career. But in order to do all that, I need Nicole. Like I can't close those all on my own or otherwise literally I would do nothing all day long. Like I would just be working on closing deals and then all of a sudden once they close, like, okay, now I can start helping other people buy homes. So we have it set up that way, but there's a lot going on. and, And one of my things I've always tried to really pay attention to is figure out how can we improve communication um, and that's something I've, I'm constantly working on and most clients are very good. There's some clients that reach out quite often and we're always trying to figure out how can we c- like combat that where if they're calling for follow-up, how do we almost be too proactive on follow-up or not follow-up, but like updates and stuff. And, but again, real estate is, you know, and I think today's day and age, people want things quick. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, some updates realistically are three days, five days, 10 days, depending on where we're on the process. So some, you know, I try to tell people like, Hey, you know, we won't know anything for two weeks, minimum two yeah. weeks. We're waiting on an appraisal to come back. We have this or that going on. And, you know, if they call in a week, it's like, guys, remember the conversation a week ago? But, you know, people are excited. They want to move in. And, yeah. you know, and it, so we, I'm also sympathetic to that, too, that people looking for updates are, you know, just more probably excited to move. And it's stressful. I mean, you're moving and it's talking like coordinating and logistics yeah. of getting to this house and to that house. But um, right now, just because, you know, I'm not as busy as you are with, with real estate stuff. Um, I try, if I have something under contract to talk with them at least once a week and just say, you know, check in and see how, how are you doing? Do you have mm-hmm. any questions? This is what we're waiting on right now. This is where we are. That's yeah. One, one a week's like my, my bare minimum I try. And yeah. it's the same as, is I try to reach out. Sometimes I can, sometimes I can't. Yeah. Um, like Sometimes I can't here and there, but Nicole's been the one, a lot of times it's just like, hey, Nicole, can you reach out to them? It's not that I don't want to. It's just I, I don't literally have don't have time to, yeah. to make a couple extra calls. You're doing three people's work right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, there, yeah. So I'm, I'm wearing a lot of different hats right now, but I'm um, like the sales part. That's like what, that's my, like what I excel at. Like all the paperwork and all, like I can do it, but it's not going to be done as quick because if I'm doing all that stuff, I, which is what most agents do, I just can't do it. But mm-hmm. If I can go out and just help people buy and sell, like I want to put all my energy into that and negotiating, getting, you know, your offer accepted and finding a home. And then Nicole is extremely good at the rest of the stuff. And I try, like, you don't want me doing all that. You want her to do it because she's going to be doing a much better. I say she's much more efficient and quicker than what I, anything I would be able to do. So that's definitely a benefit of, of that. Um, I mean, we can make, do you want to just talk about follow-up today? On the yeah, we, might as well. we haven't even gotten we had, to our topics we, yet. We had, we, had some, we had some topics. I just didn't want to stay too late. But. Yeah, we'll just stick with follow-up. So, so okay. So, the follow-up idea. So, I'm going to... We'll scratch this and we'll put it to next week. So, yeah, cliffhanger. 36. Cliffhanger. Um, but, no, the follow-up thing is... And a friend told me this a while ago. He said that an outbound call takes two minutes. An inbound call takes 20. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a little exaggeration on that, but it's not far off. Meaning, yeah. if somebody calls me asking for an update, it could easily be 10, 15, 20 minutes. And a lot of it is just, you know, you're repeating yourself multiple times. Or if you can be proactive and say, hey, listen, this is for the follow-up. And you kind of catch them on their toes. Be like, oh, okay, great, cool. And We're- usually they're busy, so they're not going to try and hang on to you. Exactly, because you're calling them on, on your time. So that's kind of a productivity hack. And I've tried to do that. And again... That's one of my goals. We're always working at this. And I have a couple of things I'm working on now that I think are lacking in our company, but I think the real estate industry too. And yeah. I'm trying to work on those. Because the good thing is, as I've been doing this more, I find more efficient or inefficiencies within the, not just like myself or the office, but like just, I mean, real estate in general in our area, and I think is behind the times in certain aspects. And there's certain things that I'm trying to almost try to put into play and be, make it more commonplace versus, you know, um, 
more commonplace versus going to, uh, you know, doing, I guess, extra work or things that are just not, again, not efficient. Like we only have so many hours in the day, so I'm very big on trying to pack as much as I can in, but not try to minimize my, my time wasting. Um, like I actually, well, I'll pick on Phil again. Um, Phil, I know you're listening. Shout out, buddy. Um, but he, he said that like over there, like one of the things they do is they go to appraisals and home inspections. Yeah. I've never been to an appraisal in my life. Like full disclosure, nine years in, I've never been. Yeah. And home inspections, the way I look at home inspections, I could go sit around for two and a half to three hours at a home inspection. But to me, the, it's on the buyer. So the buyer, you know, have the buyer go to the, the home inspection meet the home inspector because it really comes down to the buyer's expectations. If the buyer looks at the report, it's like, we're good, then we're good. And I can't change anything at a home inspection. Like if the outlet doesn't work, it doesn't work. If something's not the code, it's not the code. I can't just because I'm there, I'm not going to fix it. Um, Yes, could I be there and have a little better idea of what a problem is? Potentially, but I've seen so many home inspection reports now and I've dealt with that so many times that to me, Going and spending that time is a complete waste of time for me mm-hmm. in the sense that the, I trust the home inspector. He's going to do his job. Like the same thing with the appraiser. I, I, I'll let the appraiser go do their job. I, I, I trust that they can get the job done without me babysitting or holding their hand. Like yeah. to me, it's just micromanaging. And I try not to micromanage just because one, I'm too busy. And two, I just look at it like you put the people in place that can do the job and you just train and trust that they can do it. And then they're good. And like, especially like I'm not going to tell an attorney or a home inspector or a lender how to do their job, I'm going to trust them. Hopefully they trust me in my end. Just yeah. let me do my side of the deal, making sure I can kind of hold up my end of the bargain to make sure we can get to the closing table. Um, I think that's good. And especially your other career right now, you're probably very big on that with the updates, I'd assume, because you are you're still in client service business. Oh, big, big on, yeah. So fo- f- <laughs> um, follow-up is my... my um strong suit right now although sometimes I do struggle just with balancing my schedule because I'm doing so much stuff right now um oh and on tomorrow I'm getting nominated onto the zoning board so oh you are did you get that the the mayor said he's going to nominate me and I I assume that's that that's it I don't honestly don't know we'll find out when I go did you have to go the other day to the meeting um, no, because oh. um, I just met with the mayor yesterday cause, or Monday or, yeah, Monday. But anyway, so I'm getting on the zoning board too. But um, yeah, so I, I don't have a whole lot of time and I found that I'm getting a little forgetful. How, how, com- how come you wanted to be on the zoning board? Um, I thought... I don't think I've ever asked you <laughs> No this. one believes me when I say this, but I thought it would be interesting. Um, and I mean, I did not even... It never crossed my mind until um, Meg got on it and there was an open spot and she messaged me and she's like, Hey, you want to be on the zoning board? And I was like, that'd be cool. It sounds, it sounds like a Meg, totally. like just straight to the chase. Yeah. You, you want to be on it? Yeah. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah. Um, I, guess. But I figured, I mean, I like this area and I want it to grow and improve. And I think that the zoning board is the keystone to that. I mean, you can't make any, any kind of changes really to the area without the zoning board being involved. And I think that's, I think it's cool. Yeah. Well, if nothing else, you, it's a good learning experience for you. That's that's what I told um, when I met with, with Joe McMahon, and, and he was like, you know, this is not going to be interesting. And I'm like, well, not, I know it's not going to be exciting, and people will probably be mad at me for not, you know, for political things, but at the end of the day, I just want to go in and, and make this city better. And yeah. that's, yeah. So. Doing Ellie's small part. Local matters. Yeah, local matters. <laughs> hashtag. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know I, um, and, and, uh, actually shout out to Meg. She helped me with that shelf and it looks, it looks dope. Looks dope. Hannah, what's it look? Fire? It looks 
fire. Yeah. I, you, Meg's the best. I like her. One, two, three, four. I had five people compliment it today. So five people saw this today and all of them said it was like, took their breath away. And then what did everybody say? Who made that? Who did that? Did you buy it? I think you all were like, Hannah, so Hannah who? didn't believe you. Oh, no, Courtney. Courtney, Courtney I'm like, like who? No, you didn't. I'm like, I, I did. She, no, but really, I'm like, no, I actually did. I, I did. I mean, I found the, like the design I wanted and I kind of, I followed, I followed like, it was almost like following a recipe book. Mm-hmm. Like they had it kind of laid out. So it wasn't like, I didn't like completely come up with it. I'm not, I'm definitely not that level, but I did all the measuring and I did all the, I did all the assembly and I did all the prep work with the boards and, and spray paint and everything else. And it looks cool. To be honest, my office was very bare looking and now it's just added a little bit of like substance to the office. It's quirky. And it's, but it's quirky and it's functional. Yeah. Because now I can store stuff because that's the one thing I lack. So anybody that's in my office, there's a lot of boxes on the floor that are slowly going to be filtered through and then put up there remember when we first came and we were assembling everything and like what a disaster this was yeah and it doesn't look much better (laughs) but but it's getting it like to me it feels like i'm getting there it's a homey mess instead of a uh just moved alien but but you know you know what the the real thing is though nobody comes who comes in my office besides people that work here or my friends or like people on the podcast and i don't care have you ever had a client in here no never never well yeah they wouldn't be a client after this is how you Ellie, live. <laughs> Ellie. No, it's, it's not that It's really not that bad, folks. Like, I wish... Hannah might be it's able to not, just, like, loop around at the board. It's not dirty. But it's, it's just messy, and there's a difference. It's controlled chaos. Yes. It's... Kind of. Well, it's not... Like, once all the stuff off the couch goes up there, once all this stuff gets sorted, I'm going to put some shelving there, and that gets all... Like, if yeah. this is all gone, and I finally get a big boy desk, it's going to look really cool. And I'm going to actually build a new bookshelf, because that one no longer really fits... Just and I'm going to make it smaller. Make it the same stain. Or do you mean fit like I'm going to st- No, I'm going to stain the same so it matches. But I'm going to probably put it either right under under the boards or on, at an angle, like where that is, but lower, and then extend it to the wall. So are you going to keep that bookshelf or are you going to put the book somewhere else? Put the book on the new bookshelf. Books on the new bookshelf. Are you going to just do a bookshelf the same length but underneath it? Basically like more shelving. That would be cool, but I don't know if I have, I don't know if I'll have the space for it. Or if I want to. I kind of like the idea that it's up like that and there's nothing under. But again, I want to make it functional, so maybe I will. Do you need need another shelf, though? No. If you have shelving in there and there you will. all those, you won't need it? Well, the, bo- the books aren't going to go up on that, that rack. They're oh. going to be on a bookshelf, which is going to build the bookshelf lower all the way and then stack all the books there. So that basically that top shelf right there is going to go down. Like, take off the top shelf. It's going to be like just below that. And it's going to extend out, which will be about the same amount of shelf space, just different diameter and different dimensions. But it will look cool. And I'm thinking about putting shelves up above the whiteboards, yeah, which is also going to be, it'll be high, but it'll allow me to put like the boxes up there. Stuff that I know I don't necessarily have to get to all the time. You could also put decorative stuff up there. I'm pointing at the, the window. It's like, it's a full shelf. Yeah. You put you could put pretty stuff up there like dead plants and I was gonna say Ellie <laughs> you saw my plant that's probably not gonna happen but <laughs> your collection I, of I'm looking models. at trying to get this like a very functional office meaning I can come in here and it's got everything I need and there's just like a bunch of stuff and it has space and it's like stuff's off the ground this table is gonna be shifted over once it's all said and done all this stuff's gonna be gone so this will be slid over so there'll be more space here which would be cool and. Because I'm not—I don't think I'm ever really gonna have a fourth chair for here. Even though there's four mics, I can always just grab 
a chair. And they have to perch on the table like an owl. Or they can do that. <laughs> hoo, hoo. All right. So I think that that's it. I just wanted to just brag about my craftsmanship. Um, that no one can see. Nobody can see. You have to take a video and put it we'll, on YouTube. We'll take, we'll take a picture and we'll... Yeah, I, this, this <laughs> yeah, is the problem. Like, not now. So then I just threw stuff up and everybody's like, the shelves look so good, but why do you have all that stuff? I'm like, okay, guys, I, you guys can decorate however you want. I just wanted the shelf for some storage. And then I have my top shelf. <laughs> Sorry, you guys can't see. But, it's Grey Goose. Oh, thanks, Sally. Just, just ruin the... Ruin the uh, they're, they're, I was going to let their minds wander. Um, okay, so anything else you want to talk about? No. We're good ending there. Um, office quote. I was going to say office quote. You first. Um... I, this is now. This is where I gotta like really start prepping because we always get here and I just, I like watch The Office during the week, not all the time, but like it would be on the background noise. So I usually go with the last episode I saw and I just do some something from that episode. Do you want to do Office trivia? I have one for you. Give me Office trivia, what sorry, because is- maybe I'll come with a quote by the end of the Office trivia. What is Pam's favorite yogurt? Chobani. Mixed berry. But from Chobani. No. That's the Chobani was the, the It's not it wasn't a Chobani, they're the tall ones, the the Yo Play ones. When she say that do you even like the When she say that? When they did when they did the, the, the Office s- Olympics. Yeah. Those were Chobanis. Those were not Chobanis. Those were tiny Yo Play lids. Have you seen Pam eating yogurt? Do you even know? Do you know who Pam is? <laughs> Pam, Pam's the Indian lady in, in uh in the in the annex, right? Diwali. <laughs> Diwali. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I, no, God, I'm bad. No, I don't, I did not know that. Is it really mixed berry? Does yeah, she say that? Yeah, because no, Jim actually said it. He knows what her favorite. And then Pam goes, he said that? God, he's really got me. Oh, office trivia now? question. Huh? What and how many did, of an item did Jim and Pam buy when Kevin found out that he may or may not have cancer? 69 cup of noodles. That's not even a hard question. Damn it. <laughs> all right what's your what's your quote uh, <laughs> ellie just threw me in the mud and smashed my face down into it and just like stomped all right i'm just gonna preface this with i'm gonna i'm gonna swear i'm the fucking lizard king robert california said that um actually, when andy you know tried to mess with him you know what's funny is like they didn't swear at all on the show until, until that, like that point and yeah. i remember that happened i was like all right i love his it must have been switched to like a 930s so time weird slot. my Okay, least favorite office character of all time. Who's your least favorite? There's some I hate, but least favorite. I don't know if I hate Robert him. California was not one of my favorites, but he was, it definitely wasn't my favorite. It wasn't my least favorite. I liked him, but it was when he went, it was time for him to go. It was, it it was, was bad. Like, yeah. Um, I don't know if I have a least favorite. Like of, of relatively, like, like more than relatively one Relatively active. Not Nelly. like. I don't like Nellie. She's annoying. And kind of oh, gross. Okay. Now, yeah, Nellie or Jan. They're both bad. But Jan is like comical. I thought Nellie was just annoying. I didn't like her. I didn't think she was funny. True. Um, she was British. My least favorite is Gabe. I love Gabe. I can't stand Gabe. Can't stand him. <laughs> I got it for you. He's just like... He's, I've been wearing your like, sweater. He looks Ew, like... He, Gabe, he, that's disgusting. He looks like he should work in a funeral home or something. Like, he just was like... No, you, ever, you like all songs. Wait, do you know what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. He's like the he's like the skeleton. He's like really tall and thin, and 
Yeah. yeah. When Kelly gives him a hug and she goes, ew. And he's like, okay, you didn't have to say that. <laughs> what, what's, what's Aaron's uh, real name? Aaron. Not the actress. Kelly. But, yeah, her name's Kelly Aaron. Yeah. Because I did actually just watch that when Charles was like, Kelly, come in here. And she's like, yes, yes, Charles. Uh, no, I met that Kelly. You know what my middle name uh, is? Ramaganda. And I hate it. <laughs> Ramaganda. Oh, I don't know God. If that's right. I that, think no, I think you're right. It's okay. something weird like yeah. that. Okay. <laughs> All right, enough of that. We're done. This this is it. Episode 35. See you next week, folks.